0: This is Bo Buchanan. I'm here speaking on the level with Cosmo. Cosmo, why don't you start by telling me your name, the name of your home blue lodge, and any offices or titles you have in that lodge. Uh,
1: yes, my name is uh, Cosmo Megliozzi. Um I'm originally from Italy, uh, but I became a Mason in uh, uh, San Pedro, California. Uh, I, was re- I was basically raised at LA Harbor Lodge, uh, that's Los Angeles Harbor Lodge, uh, 332 in San Pedro, California in uh two thousand and three um been Mason for about thirteen years now um uh, interesting story i was the uh junior uh, senior junior and senior steward for two years there until I moved to arizona and uh then affiliated with Oriental Lodge number twenty in uh, two thousand and five um went to the office of line became a uh, master in two thousand and fourteen and uh uh, then had the the opportunity to also be a master at Prometheus Lodge 87, which is our newest lodge here in Arizona.
0: Which is the first time I remember meeting you, was through that lodge. But you might have been master of the year. I'm trying to remember if I was raised in 13 or 14, because I had one of my degrees done at Scottsdale.
1: Yeah, 2014, I was a master of Oriental if That's that oh, right. Ori- Oriental, okay. I was a senior warden here at uh, Prometheus Lodge. Okay. But uh, my journey began pretty interesting. Uh, my wife and I used to, uh, before we got married, we would date. And every Friday night was our uh, Barnes and Noble night. So we would go head out to Barnes and Noble. And we did that for years, uh, for about five years, uh, up until the moment until we got married. And even afterwards, we would still hang out. And we were just recently married at the time. And she she just got me this book. She said, hey, this is a Masonic book you know, uh, about Freemasonry. And uh, you might be interested in reading this book. I said, well, let me check it out. And it was kind of interesting. I bought the book, uh, took it home. And uh, quite a bit of stories in that book. There was a, a story about since I was born in Italy and uh, masonry. So in, this is your first exposure. This is my first exposure to masonry. masonry okay. Um, I was reading. There's a chapter in the book about masons in a town uh, in Italy, uh, in Naples. <laughs> and what had happened was this was doing the the pupil uh, when when the pope one of the popes was banned from masonry, and uh, the, the 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 Catholic Church found out that he was a mason and um he was then uh, excommunicated from the church and basically he was out to to be killed and the masons of of, of a town called Gaeta Italy which is where my father's from uh was born and raised there uh which at that time was part of Naples uh went out to the Vatican they took the pope and they pretty much t- took him underground for about 2 years and they protected the him. Pope? yeah that's uh, cool and uh that was all in this book that I was reading the book is actually written by Jasper Ridley, one of the famous Masonic scholars in England. Uh, the book is called was called uh, the, the History of a Brotherhood in Freemasonry. And uh, every new Mason or master Mason that comes to the Lodge or anybody wants to learn about Mason, I always hand them that book. I said, this is the book that really inspired me because it talked about Masonry, not yeah, only cool. in the U.S., but also around the world. Uh, but that was part of it. The other part was, at the time, um, during the same time frame, I met a... a, a a member of the lodge who was a past master. He was 91 years old, uh, Chuck Walsh, World War II veteran. Uh, he used to fly for TWA back in the 60s and 70s. Um, and uh, he was a past master at the time. And I asked him, I said, I want to become a mason. What do I do? You know, this is when I was reading this book. And he said, Well, I'll, I'll sign your petition, um, but you got to get one of the guys from from the lodge to sign it. So I went out, I, I Googled at the time, found there was a lodge in San Pedro, which I, I knew there was a lodge there, I was I would drive by it every day on ninth street, um and uh I got a phone call about two years two two weeks afterwards from the master there said, Hey come on down, we wanna you know talk to you about it and and uh, that was it, you know. Uh, in. You were I was hooked. in. I was hooked <laughs> <laughs> And uh it wasn't really uh until I became until I started moving up the officer line where you really start to learn masonry. Uh, be participating in the degree work, learning from the lectures, uh, meeting some of the scholars that are out there. Uh, you know, one of my favorite scholars uh, in, in Masonry today is uh, Timothy Hogan, who writes a lot of great Masonic books. Uh, Rex Hutchins, who happens to be here in the home state. We're
0: lucky to have him. I'm, to have him. I'm hoping to interview him soon, if I can.
1: Yeah. Um, of course, Brent Morris and, and Arthur Hoyas, who came out here last uh, this year, past year, for... Um, for the uh, the speaking event that we had, and um, as a result of all this, I'm going to be in the process of actually writing a book uh, in, a, in an interesting subject about Masonry that it hasn't be, it hasn't been really discussed as much these days. But it's the it's the the subject of dying and and what what the what the what does the body and the soul go through in the moment of death? And um, now we can talk about you know religiously what that what that's like because all Religions teach is some sort of deportation from the body to to the next to the afterlife uh but what does masonry teach about this lesson and one of the famous um there's been a couple um exposes that have been written about it back the first one was written in seventeen sixty three uh called the Death and the freemason and then the, there was a second rewrite that was done in eighteen seventy three uh, and I actually have those manuscripts at home, uh, wow. which I'll be reviewing them and trying to extract anything that I can from them to you know, help me with my book.
0: The other project you're working on, you told me, is uh, uh, your lodge was chosen to lay a cornerstone for yes. Memorial here. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah,
1: so basically Prometheus Lodge 87, which is the youngest lodge in Gilbert, Arizona, in, uh, in Arizona in general, but in Gilbert, uh, we have been approached by the town of Gilbert, to participate in a cornerstone lane of the new uh, Vietnam Memorial Wall, that will—it's a replica of the wall in D.C. <laughs> they're going to be uh, erecting that wall here in the town of Gilbert.
0: It's a huge honor. That's Huge oh. honor.
1: Huge undertaking. Um, you know, we want to honor our vet- veterans. We do have a lot of veterans there are Masons, uh, particularly in the Vietnam era as well nowadays. And so it's going to be a great event. Um, it's going to be accompanied by uh, the George Washington gavel, which will be um, right. delivered here by the officers of Potomac Lodge Number no. 5 in Washington, D.C., um, and that's going to be the first time that the gavel has actually traveled to Arizona. And right? that's the
0: actual lodge, that's the actual gavel that George Washington used when he was uh, master of a lodge.
1: That's correct. In fact, that same gavel was used to lay the cornerstone of the U.S. Capitol building over 200 years ago.
0: Wow. That is cool. And that's going to be April, so that's going to be April really 7, cool about April 9th, excuse me. I am going to be there. Yeah. Um, Tell me, uh, one of the cool things about your lodge, I, I was able to be here when you guys were first, uh, I got it on my pin you gave me tonight, June 7th, 2014 was when you were officially granted a dispensation as a lodge, and I was able to be here that night. It was a very cool night to see everything the first time. One of the cool things about you guys is you guys do everything a little bit differently. You're very modern, and without giving away you know, any of the secrets of Freemasonry, tell me a little bit about what, what inspires you, why do you do sure. the things you do?
1: Uh, well, here's just the, the cool thing, uh, too, Bo. Uh, we got together uh, about two and a half years ago, and we started meeting at the Cigar Bar here in Gilbert, uh, not too far from where the lodge is today. And um, we started talking about this new lodge in Gilbert, um, you know, but we want we wanted to show masonry in the 21st century. What would masonry be like in the 21st century? Using technology, using, you know, the newest and greatest, uh, things that we have available at our disposal: social media, internet, Facebook, and also to integrate some of the most popular culture icons of today's culture. And we decided to go with the theme of the acrylic look, uh, kind of a of a Tron theme with Star Wars, uh, because you know this is what the what the new guys are into nowadays. Right.
0: Um, I understand it. Yeah, it yeah, to yeah
1: them. exactly. You know, um, you know, instead of being more traditional and and the way that things were done in in the beginning of the fraternity, we're doing it more 21st century. Uh, in fact, I was able to participate along with a few other brothers from Prometheus in a virtual lodge a few months back uh, with Hill of Valley Number Nine when we had a, brothers from all over the world got together on a virtual scale through the internet, and I thought wow. that was really neat. Uh, anybody could participate in that, uh, but this is what Macy's all about. You know, it's 21st century.
0: You guys have—I uh, don't think I'm giving away any secrets here, but I thought it was funny tonight. I noticed that you guys have Yoda sitting in the East.
1: Correct. <laughs> uh, yeah, Yoda is our mascot. <laughs> that is
0: cool. Uh, in Arizona,
1: there's a tradition where the newest lodge gets the baby, uh, and it's the baby lodge, right? So when we gave up the baby to give it to the new to the uh, to another lodge that was formed here this uh, past year in June, uh, the the East was. Uh, the pedestal was empty. There, there was something missing there, so we decided to bring Yoda in as a mascot, <laughs> you know, providing wisdom <laughs> from the
0: East. I so. love it. Is there so back when you going back to what you said about when you first learned about Freemasonry, you're reading about it. Once you got into it, was there anything different than you expected? Um, yeah. I mean, you know, I I
1: expected you know uh, a lot a lot of different all this mystery you know secretive things that happen behind doors and whatnot but in reality is uh... masonry is basically this you go through the same experiences of going through real life the difference is that you get to experience those with other men who've been through it and it can provide us with a a way of uh... a road you know that so that we don't stumble upon ourselves. Right. I mean, although sometimes it's good to stumble and you learn from you it. Learn but, from it. But it's nice to have somebody else say, "You know what? I I did that too. I stumbled on that. I you know I learned from this is what I learned from it."
0: And is and there any, anybody? Is there anybody who stands out to you that? Uh, kind of embodies the, the ideals of Freemasonry or really made a difference to you, helped you for stumbling or sure. taught you as you stumbled?
1: Yeah, I mean, one of my favorite, you know, one of my, my great mentors uh, that uh, unfortunately he's no longer with us uh, uh, was Lloyd Byers. And um, and he was a Mason for 70 years. Uh, he would have been 70-year Mason the year he passed away. Um, I got to, I was master of the Lodge at the time and I presented to him, um, actually I was, i was uh i'm sorry i was junior uh, senior warden at the time when he passed away, but before he did i, I awarded him with a special plaque of the sixty nine year mason uh you know he he was uh, a family man uh he was always at lodge i mean he was always happy cheerful mood all the way till the day he died Aww. and you know, he was 90, 94 years old and uh, it's just a great it's a great man uh you know the, I remember at this memorial service there must have been about 2 to 200
0: to or 250 brothers there so, Wow. you were telling me about an a similar project you're doing to what I'm doing here with the audio
1: uh-huh.
0: uh trying to capture the, the memories right. of some of these older Masons tell me about yeah. that
1: so yeah so I started a, a similar uh, interviewing process but using camera and film I interviewed the brothers I interviewed the spouse if it's still alive uh, and captured them on video and get their emotions get their you know their experience of Masonry in life in general and what they wish to pass on to the next generation and I I kind of captured that all on video we you know, between a 40 minute interview to about an hour wow it's a pretty hefty, long, lengthy interview because they want to get it all on, on the table. And the things they talk about on the video, they don't talk in Lodge. I mean, you'd be surprised. Right. So I you know, make these DVDs, and then they're, at the, they're archived at the Lodge, uh, where, they're, where they're from. And basically, any brother, they can check out the videos. And, and you know, if they're not around anymore, obviously, you want to learn about them. Right. We have the records in the Lodge.
0: Well, that's the cool thing. That's one of the things that drove me to start this is that uh, brothers like, I don't know if you knew John Engstrom. Oh, yeah. I just got to know John before he passed away. I met him at a table lodge we did, and he just told some neat stories about how he travels and takes pictures of the lodge, the east, and then him and the worshipful master, and I just thought that was really neat, and then he just seemed to have such an effect on so many brothers, and yet... I didn't interview him. You see, I think you said you didn't interview him either. Didn't
1: have an opportunity to, you know.
0: So I'm uh, hoping to memorialize as many of those brothers as we can, yep. and and get, and get that kind of stuff on tape no, for I sure. I,
1: that that is the most important thing is the legacy that these guys leave behind, and uh, and also their children, you know, and and other brothers that come up the ranks. Um, yeah, we don't want to lose. We don't want to lose this this great story. This
0: history. This history. I mean, this is part of what we do as Masons is we log history. Yep. I mean, that's that's been our role for yep. for time immemorial. Are you a member of any other Masonic organization? Uh, yes,
1: I'm a Scottish Rite Mason as well. Uh became a Scottish Rite in California. I still maintain my membership there at the Long Beach Scottish Rite. Uh, also, um member of the um, Shrine, uh, Amalika Shrine in California, which is a shrine where Brother John Wayne was a member of there. Um, and uh, I'm hoping to join the York right one day and try different things. It's the time, you know, it, there's a lot of time that you have to
0: dedicate to it. And <laughs> you can do this full r- time r- all day, every day. That's yeah. why the retired guys do this, because yeah. there's there's lots to do. Uh, you
1: know, and the thing is, I have my kids to still take care of. Now, my son, my <laughs> oldest son, is going to get involved with Demolay soon. So we'll, he's 12 years old now. Well, that's encouraging. We can get him involved in that, yeah.
0: Any uh, any funny stories or just really memorable times you want to share, any stories you can think of that you want to share with people?
1: Um, yeah. Uh, I remember uh, there's a there's a brother by the name of uh, Pete Lewis, who, which I'll be interviewing soon, and he is a past master where we're in a lodge. Uh, we drove out to California uh, back in April uh, two years ago to raise one of our brothers from Arizona in my home lodge, California. Oh. I was a master at the time. And we went out there. We did we did our degree Arizona style in a California lodge, and we did it in costumes. And and I never forget that day. You know, we had Pete Lewis dressed up. We're all dressed up in costumes. He had this big, um, apron with the with a bear's it's bear skin with the head coming out, and he put yeah. uh, the the uh, um, the uh, the mallet on the uh, inside the head In the mouth In the mouth <laughs> <laughs> a lot of hilarious wow and he's out there like, ah you know screaming like a bear i thought that was just a fun experience <laughs> <laughs> it's great to travel with brothers it really is so,
0: so you you've done a lot of traveling by to california and the yeah. other states to be sure
1: i visited uh, I visited uh, uh, lo- lodges in um north carolina one of my favorite cool. lodges out there is uh, raleigh 500 which is you know a, a very popular lodge in the downtown uh raleigh area I got to visit a lodge out there as well called um, Zebulon Lodge, uh, which is a town of like less than 2,000 people. Uh, the lodge is, you know, it was so old that the that the uh, floors squeak. <laughs> and I also got to visit the Grand Lodge there, um, which goes back to the late 1700s. Um, now, of course, they're in a newer building, but right. uh, it's the history there, it's unbelievable. And one of my favorite places to visit uh, was a lodge in, well, the Grand Lodge in New York. Um, their building is just fascinating. You know, they have like 14 lodges that meet in that building. Oh wow! And big uh, multi-story building. Correct. Yeah, okay. the way it's been designed and uh, it's just amazing. The library there is just unbelievable. You can actually check out books. Um, but I, I do want to travel lodges. You know, uh, I'm, I'm, my goal is eventually to keep traveling. You now What's the gonna... what's the future of
0: masonry hold for you?
1: my you know, the future for me would be just to keep inspiring my, my brothers coming up um, hopefully we want to do a little bit more work for the Grand Lodge if, if I can help in any way possible Start help start new programs um, you're energetic and you've got a lot of ideas that's one yeah, I and, like and, lot of and you know we've got to keep going you know we yeah. can't stop uh, um, one of my uh, one of my ideas will also be to put together a, um, a, a Masonic film that possibly we can share with the public that's going to bring back Masonry in the 21st century that
0: would be cool any closing thoughts?
1: just wanted to you know I'm just blessed to to be part of a great fraternity and and uh I enjoy every time I come to lodge and I'm just so happy to have a good family that help me you know they allows me to go out and and be with the brothers
0: all right Cosmo, thank you very much for thank talking. We appreciate you. it
1: yep.